Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Uh, and we're recording this towards the end of the show, this little intro part of it. Uh, and it's interesting how this evening's going to pan out. Richie, very smug, he's brought in a big uh, umbrella with him today and mm-hmm. it's tipping down. I have, yeah. I've come in with no coat, so... Yeah. Uh, I do mention this in the show, but I'd yeah. like to muse a little bit longer on this as a thought. I do think that all smartphones should come with an inbuilt Met Office app. I don't have a single weather app on my phone. I just think it's irresponsible. Really? They're, yeah. They're not even that accurate those things though are they on sunday at lunchtime the met office issued a yellow weather warning for thunderstorms tuesday afternoon right through wednesday okay so i come sunday lunchtime can think to myself right okay better be ready for that that's why i've come in with an umbrella today you haven't who's 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 the smug one as we mentioned as we mentioned in the show so i get very emotional talking about this um uh, richie was obviously this morning earlier on when it was roasting hot walking around in big coat and umbrella getting laughed at a little yes, bit. yes like, like noah now is the laughing's on the other side of the foot shoes on the other you'll be laughing on the other shoes side, on of, your the other side of the face shoes on the other side of your face laughing on the other side of the foot i know well this is the other thing remember i told you the other day that uh, when i leave the house to come to work i don't check for trains i just go down and see what's there that i really really can't understand I, I, I feel if, like i'm getting a lot of life lesson this week if i knew that all those months ago not sure this show would have been happening <laughs> oh, I, well, I don't understand the idea of just leaving the front door walking to the train station and hoping there's gonna be a train it gives me a bit of a buzz you know it gives me a buzz <laughs> will i be having a coffee and having to wait 20 minutes or just getting on the train, sweating, because I've had to run for it. Who knows? I could not live life like that. Do you not have set times? Do you not like leave the house? Oh, like... that's the voice no. of uh, producer Adem. Is he still just, having a go now? He, he wants to get in on the podcast. No, like, you don't go at ten past one every day. Do you want a microphone? Do you, let's put you on if you've got a yeah. question. <laughs> what microphone's that, Adem? The microphone two. Microphone two. Uh, let's put him on. Go on, him. But you, so, I'm guessing like Richie's like this, you don't get out of like... Ten past one every day, knowing that you've no. got a ten minute walk to the train station. No. By twenty past one, look. Let me give you an insight into my life. The other day, when I was running late already, my nine month old daughter did the biggest poo I've ever seen in my entire life, and I had to change a nappy. So the train thing just went out the window. I'll get whatever's there, fellas. No, huh? you see, this is this is how it works for me. I know the trains run at thirteen and forty three minutes past. Yeah. I've also walked to the station with a stopwatch, and I know it's a nine minute walk. Outrageous. So I back time it and walk so that I'm just on the platform with about two minutes to spare. This will impress you. I've got the night tube down to a T now. So I know that if I leave my house at five past six, I will get on the right night tube that will connect to the same one at Stockwell from the Northern Line. I can't live my life like that. <laughs> I just, I can't live my life like that. You're talking to a guy here who gets regularly on the Essex Loop, yeah. a train that's nearly an hour longer for no apparent reason. It's too late for changing. I mean, this podcast here you're about to hear, a lot of it's about talking about what makes you feel old. I think I'm too long gone. You can't t- teach a... I can't do any phrases tonight. <laughs> an old dog new other side of the face. That's the one. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little help. It's the jam starts on the Hometime Party. We debuted that as a name yesterday. It went okay. I think I think the start of the show is a party. I think it should Isn't be. It? Imagine your entry into this show like coming down an inflatable slide into a soft play area. Uh, being announced, every single one of you, as you as you turn on. That, that's that's what we're, do, what we're doing. Mike yeah. from HMRC, come on down. <laughs> Lindsay from Tesco, uh, get in the pool. Uh, it's Bush and Richie, it's Absolute Radio, it's Tuesday's home time. Uh, one thing that Richie and I have both noticed over, I would say, the past seven days is uh, a phenomenal amount of school trips going on. There's a 
lot. And we're talking about on this show where, uh, well, we're talking about sometimes, I don't want to come across as being mean-spirited, but it's a bit of a nightmare when you get trapped on the tube <laughs> with, with a school trip, isn't it? It's a specifically London problem, I guess. But I think yes, so. It is. Uh, you know, they're, they're out on the school trip. It's cool. They're doing cooler school trips than I ever did, but they take up an entire tube carriage. Happened to me twice, uh, literally in the past few days, where I've not been, uh, I've been a bit too absent-minded and not realised I'm filing in in the high-vis. Yeah. But it's not just them. We've seen a lot of high-vis recently mm. as well. So what we thought we would do, and just bear with us on this, we thought we'd dedicate the first half an hour of today's show specifically to people who were wearing high-vis in any capacity. We're calling it the high-vis half-hour. Yes. We've got a good feeling about this bit. Uh, it's got a great name, it's so really surely everything else must follow. So whatever the reason you're in high-vis, yep. whoever you are and whatever you're doing, this half hour is for you. So you could be involved in some school trip, for starters. Yeah, you could be a, a builder on site. In fact, if you look through the window here, uh, yeah. the building opposite, there's a guy doing the windows, leaning out the window there. He's got high-vis on. He's this, just doing the windows. This is his half hour. This is his half hour. You might be broken down on the side of the road wearing a high-vis that you've just got out the boot because you've broken down. Well, it, you mean you're listening from France because that's part of the rules in France but it's fine over here <laughs> you got one of them I have a high vis in the boot of the car always have one yeah? do you I do yeah just in case I break down but, but I it's not required by, it's not required by law though surely Richie no 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 but it's 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 a good idea it's a good policy to have have you got just like the road, road rules in France a little uh, <laughs> warning symbol reflective triangle I don't anything? have a reflective triangle because I've got a high vis <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime, the home of the high-vis half hour. You might be one of those people that wears high-vis and you never get any credit for it, but essentially you're doing a job that's so dangerous you have to highlight yourself. I'd say the spine of the United Kingdom, yep. if you looked at it from space, yes. is in a high-vis. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah. And you've had some backup for... I was taking the mickey out of you for having a high-vis in your boot. You were, uh, uh, Ross, who's a recovery driver in South London, says a high-vis is an essential part of kit to keep safe on the motorway. <laughs> Ross, I knew that, but thank you for educating uh, my friend here. My mum and dad did a road trip round France and they, my dad has still not stopped moaning about what they were forced to take <laughs> with them in the car. I think it was like a deck chair, a baguette, a triangle that glows in the dark and a high-vis vest. My dad's words, not mine. Uh, so if you are wearing high-vis today, get in touch with the show. This is your chance to shine, quite literally, eight. 12, 15. Uh, Mike Silverback Allen is working in his hyphens in the warehouse at Lakeside Group in Clevedon, North Hammersett. Martin is laying bricks in the rain with DCLI builders. Uh, Craig is in Leeds wrapping up a bed department in his Leeds United high-vis. I didn't know that they did football club high-vises. Actually, if you have a particular kit that maybe you wear from your football team that yeah. have a high-vis high kind of look to them, get in touch with the show. And Gore has tweeted us. He says it's not raining at the moment at London Heathrow. So he's obviously he's lying on what appears to be the runway at yeah. London Heathrow Airport. Absolutely cracking the flags with sunshine. And guess what he's wearing? High-vis. High-vis vest. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Celebrating you, if you have to wear a high-visibility outfit, and this is at any type of outfit, it could be hat, 
vests, trues, anything going for whatever reason. Uh, James in uh, Hatfield Heath is currently working at Luton Airport as an aircraft mechanic. Obviously, you've got to wear a high-vis. Obviously. Uh, says, wearing the high-vis there, though, you get nightmare questions. He's, a, he's an aircraft mechanic, but he gets asked to open up cases, can I charge my phone, all oh, this really? kind of thing. Yeah. He must have an amazing job. I never forget once when we were, were coming home from uh, Portugal and they had to they had to get an engineer up on the wing just to gaffer tape something back on the wing of the plane. Oh. Imagine the amount. I was just staring out at him. Like, you know the way a dog might look out the window? <laughs> I like, bet at you a postie. Were. That's what it was like. What's he doing? What's he doing over there? Uh, and the high-vis obviously adds to that. Rebecca says, the whole high-vis thing has given me fond memories of the lollipop lady from my primary school days called Sam. She wore a different pair of high heels every day. <laughs> There's, there's Dreamin'. And uh, this guy here so doesn't leave his name, but he says, Cycling, high-vis and matching anklets, I'm bonkers. Uh, Jay, in Welling Garden City, uh, claims to be in a high-vis climbing smokestack. What is a smokestack, Jay? A uh, chimney stack. So you'd have, uh, I don't know, waste incinerator or uh, steelworks or something like that where they emit, like, um, gas emissions, particulate stuff. We monitor all that stuff through the... Uh, through the smokestacks. We have to climb up it, 25, 35 foot, high beers, hard hat. Wow, so how do you end up losing the lotto to be the one that has to go up there and have a look at it? (laughs) Well, thankfully, I manage a team, so I tend to send them all around the country. I only go out when it's, uh, you know, really needed. Jay, can I ask a question? Why do you need a high vis when you're climbing up a chimney? Everyone can see you, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so everyone can see you. If anything goes wrong, they can blame you for it. Final question. Welling Garden City, very close to home. Has it been raining there this afternoon? I'm just wondering about the lawn. Don't you dare, Richie. You don't have to answer that. (laughs) No, I'm not allowed to give any information about the weather. It's all confidential. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Boy, did this go down well at 80s versus 90s on Friday at the Isle of Wight Festival. Didn't it ever? I closed with this. I don't know. I think I did. I think I closed with this, and then you closed the whole show with Park Life. We had to dig deep. We did. Uh, you can still see the little clips uh, if you follow at, uh, Absolute Radio on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, and we'll be back next year, that's for sure. Uh, David, thank you for your text. David says, Richie, it's raining heavily in Hartford. Best wishes for your lawn. This is this is not how this show is going to go. <laughs> I just want to warn everyone right now, this is not what's happening for the next hour. It's uh, the back end of the high-vis half-hour right now now where we've been dedicating the first half hour of the show uh, to uh, the army of you in high-vis for so many different reasons. We've only got about a minute left before Mm. we have to close it off. We have to be very strict about this. It is only a high-vis half hour. Hi, Bush and Richie. We have a nurse here called Graham who wears a high-vis vest when he's cooking our waffle lunch club. (laughs) Safety first, he says. He's such a dad. Uh, Carlin Brighouse says, I was in a pub on the outskirts of Manchester talking to three locals and one room was full of Manchester United memorabilia and one of the locals said he had a High Viz, signed by Eric Cantona when he was doing his community service after kicking that fan. Ah, oh, the Kung Fu kick. Yeah. I uh, love that. Tom in Castleford says, guys, I'm playing five-a-side at six, so there's a 50-50 chance I'll have to wear an ill-fitting Sondico High Viz tabard that's probably still damp because Ian leaves it to the last minute to wash him every week. Hot time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club.
club card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. The bad news is the high-vis half-hour is over. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry. The good news is there's still 15 minutes left of today's no-repeat guarantee. Other bit of good news as well, uh, Richie and I are in advanced talks. We don't want to give away too much at the moment, but we're in advanced talks for a high-vis night at some point soon. It's going to be great. Imagine that. 80s, 90s high-vis. <laughs> oh, I love oh. it. But anyway, we've said too much already. Uh, that obviously is a positive thing. However, I am going to be honest with everyone uh, this evening. I'm still traumatised from my trip home last night. Cycled back from work about half an hour into the journey. I was going down the side of the Thames in mm-hmm. London here. And uh, I was cycling along and a pigeon flew straight into my face. <laughs> And I don't know about you, I, I find pigeons <laughs> revolting. I don't find anything beautiful in pigeons. They are disgusting, aren't they? I, I, do, I do believe they carry a, a, a sizable amount of germs. Let's, let's put it politely. As someone who's uh, a terrible hypochondriac, that was one of the things that was going through my head. And you know what pigeons are like? They can never be asked to get out of the way. No. So I was cycling towards him. He's in the middle of the cycle lane. I was thinking, he's going to move. He'll move. Surely he's going to move. I don't need to weave. <laughs> He's going to move, and he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't. Finally gets flapping, just about a metre away. And I, on my Brompton, I cycle pretty fast. I'm sure you do. And he couldn't get out of the way, and he brushed... Oh, man, it's even going to make me sick even thinking about it now. The pigeon's wing, I can make, you know, oily wing, yeah, yeah. oily wing, uh, brushed my lip, oh. my nose, my oh. cheek, and then onto my glasses' side. It pushed my glasses up into my cycling <laughs> helmet, and then he flew off to, over the Thames. I saw, oh, my God. That is so horrible. It's horrific. Uh, and I do, I do think this could be potentially a, a phone-in, texting topic on the show. This is going to go one or two ways. Either people will be like, "Oh yeah, that's happened to me," or nothing. Uh, have you ever been hit in the face by an animal? <laughs> have you, ever, Richie? Have you ever been hit in the face by an animal? Because I have. I've been hit in the face by an animal. I've been hit in the face by a greasy winged pigeon. I have never been hit in the face by an animal, so I'm afraid I'd have to be sat in my car just listening to this one. I wouldn't be able to pull over and call in. So you're like Duncan Bannatyne, you're out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out, but I wish you the best of luck with your venture. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I got smacked in the face. A pigeon flew into my face when I was cycling home from work yesterday, and I'm still traumatised. Can by I it. ask you a question? Yes. Um, when you got in, mm-hmm. uh, did you say to your other half, Katie, I got hit in the face by a pigeon before you had the chance to kiss her hello? Uh, I, I told her straight away and I went down to the downstairs bathroom and I had to scrub my own face because I had the whole train journey with pigeon on my face that's disgusting think about what those things have rolled in it's so gross but at first I didn't know whether anyone would be able to get in on this but it looks like we've had quite a few people who've had injuries to do with animals Roger and Ingaystone was hit on, hit on the head by a pigeon while cycling uh, says on another occasion a dead one fell from the sky and landed around two foot from him wow. says a few steps forward it would have probably knocked him out. What, what an omen that is to have yeah. a, a bird drop dead on top of you. Callum says Bush and Richie was once with a friend when a huge bat flew into him and landed in his lap. Uh, Donna, That's horrible as well. Donna in Derby says her husband Dean was hit in the chest on his motorbike by a pheasant oh. which exploded. God. <laughs> Exploded. There are other details, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold them back for the podcast. It's it's nearly nearly five, isn't it? So it is. Uh, but he had a bruised chest for days. Really? That's mm. just unbelievable, isn't it? Mm. It looks like I got off lightly. Denise says I was hit in the face by a bald eagle at a bird display recently. <laughs> oh my god! Right, that's enough of that. 
If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, right, podcasters, you'll, you'll just have heard we had to pull out of a, a text there. <laughs> because uh, in reality it's five to five the school kids don't need to hear this uh, but the rest of that text Donna in Derby my husband Dean was hit in the chest on his motorbike by a pheasant it exploded with its guts going up into his crush helmet oh. <laughs> come on I don't think I'd ever be the same again I'd, I'd certainly never get on a bike or pull a helmet over me ever again do you reckon he opens the visor and like some eyeballs hang out it's just so <laughs> gross oh, well, anyway dear. on with the podcast Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Craig Whitworth says, guys, I got hit and knocked off my bike by a heron. Uh, they he are said, big. It flew over a fence and misjudged the flight and headed straight into me, scratched my face, I flew off and was left with a bloodied face and bruised sides. See, how do you feel when you hear these kind of stories and it all kicked off just because you got grazed by a pigeon But I would say, herons seem quite clean. Yeah, but they're massive. So squeaky clean, whereas the pigeons are horrible little things. <laughs> yeah, but little. I never... Herons are huge and they've got very piercing beaks. They have actually, that's a very good point. Maybe I, I got off lightly here. Who I knows? would not want to have a heron's beak coming at me at 40 miles an hour. That's a good motto to live your life by. <laughs> uh, Nikki in Watford, I kissed my gerbil good morning before school. It bit me on the lip and dangled for a few seconds. Gerbils are hor- horrible little things. <laughs> they are, they're nasty bits of work, gerbils, they really are. Uh, Jay says uh, he has a story about an octopus. I have no idea how this is going to work. How's an octopus work, Jay? Right, I was uh, I was on holiday. I was about ten or eleven, maybe a little bit older. And um, uh, I was, we was in Mallorca, and I had my little sister with me, and uh, we was playing on his like this pier that was rocks. And I see this fisherman, and uh, he was struggling with his fishing rods. Uh, I was, I'm a quite a keen fisherman, so I knew that he had something quite big. Mm. I was went over just to see what he was doing and um, he pulled up this little it wasn't like a big octopus it was like a small one and I was like oh well well and then I like pulled it all up and I thought he was going to let it go and he just starts bashing it on the rocks and with that <laughs> it, it kind of exploded and all its guts just went all over me it went oh, like, I know oh, it was like from my mouth like a bit went in my eye but where it was so salty, I thought it poisoned me and I thought I was going to be blind. Uh, Blinded by an octopus. Yeah, I got off quiet. I left my sister there and it just went crying trying to find my mum and dad with my hand over my eye trying to find my mum and dad on the beach. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, a, uh, like a seaside version of the Alien movie with you with that thing stuck there. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Carson Sandstorm finishes off today's Absolute Radio 90s on Home Time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Tuesday evening. Don't know what it's like where you are, let alone Sandstorm. Thunderstorm's been forecast. I'm wow. feeling a little bit smug right now. When I walked into work today, I felt a little bit like what Noah must have felt like when mm-hmm. he was building his ark. Oh, right. I was walking in with a big golfing umbrella, wearing a T-shirt. People must have been looking at me thinking, what's he know? But I knew this was coming. Well, yeah. You, I mean, a lot of people said to Noah at the time, I imagine. <laughs> we building that massive boat for, mate. It's absolutely it's lovely. It's clement. It's t-shirt weather. It's horrible here. And, and I've come in. In I've, I've decided not to cycle today because I thought, you know, I'll just, I've, we had a load of meetings earlier on. I wear me new, me new shirt, no coat. I'm coatless. Look at it outside. That that shirt is going to perish. It is going to perish, isn't it? What you could do is an, uh, you could do with an <laughs> umbrella sharing app. 
Oh, don't even start this again. Full time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Now, the Isle of Wight Festival last weekend that we, uh, we were at and had a great time at. Mm-hmm. Uh, some music news uh, surrounding that today is that Jess Glynn has been handed a lifetime ban from the Isle of Wight Festival wow. uh, by the festival organisers themselves after she uh, uh, pulled out of Sunday's lineup very much at the last minute. Uh, this is the second time that she has uh, cancelled the Isle of Wight Festival, did the same in uh, 2015 as well. I think they've had enough. That's not showbiz, is it? You just it's carry not. on. No, exactly. So, uh, yeah, a lifetime ban from the festival has been issued today for Jess Glynn. Fair play to John Giddings, the man behind Ooh. the Isle of Wight Festival. I love it when people just come out and go, no, sorry, I'm not having that. Yeah. You're not coming back. Lifetime ban. We were only talking about Eric Cantona earlier on. It's like the ban he got. Yes, same kind of thing. You can be banned from things or banned from doing things, all sorts of. Still, a black got banned from our household. It's not the first time I've said this, but that's what that was my childhood. What did she do? Well, she cancelled a gig at the Eastbourne Winter Gardens that my old man was due to go to. Wow. He took it badly. So as a result, surprise, surprise, blind date. They were all ruled out in our house. So you won't have Silla, but you wouldn't have had Silla Black on in the house because of that. I can remember one Saturday him walking in from around a golf, and we were watching. Blind date, yeah. we shouldn't have been. And he walked in and he just goes, Not in this house, boys. <laughs> and off went the telly. It's like Jesus in the marketplace. <laughs> Get that telly off. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Alison says her art teacher banned her from doing lino cutting and pottery because she was too clumsy and accident prone. Do you know what? Lino cutting is deadly because you've got that kind of thing, the shiv that you're cutting the wood out with, but pottery is pretty <laughs> knockabout and fun, isn't it? Uh, what have you been banned from doing? Crocky says everything. I'm married. <laughs> Thanks, Crocky, mate. Do you know what? I've been banned. Well, not banned. I've banned myself from the cobblers around the corner here in Soho. I went in to get some shoes rehealed. Yeah. Right. This, bear with me on this. Uh, and then he quoted me a really expensive price, but I was too polite to say anything. So I said, "Okay, that sounds great. I'll pick them up tomorrow." And then they were so expensive that I've never been back. So I so can't go back there. You've got a rogue pair of shoes there. They're still there. <laughs> this is this is about six months ago, and I can't. I don't even go down. Well, I'm going to say it, Berwick Street, for fear of him seeing me through the window now as well. That's amazing. There's that guy who never came back for his shoes. Uh, Barbara says her husband's banned her from buying things on eBay when she's drunk. And uh, Angie says I'm banned from buying any more shoes, speaking of which, by my husband. Brilliant photo on Facebook as well. And Claire, finally, from playing on the same team as her dad in Pictionary because they trounce everyone. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So 10 weeks of tickets continues and all this week we're giving away tickets to the Cornbury Festival. All you need to do is play our fancy little game called Who Claims Wins. And on line one, let's speak to our first contestant, who's Joe. Hi, Joe. Good evening. Where are you Good calling evening. from right now? Home Church, Essex. OK, and Richie obviously obsessed with the weather about his lawn. <laughs> What's it looking like where you are right now? It's currently dry. Dry. Good job I don't have a lawn there, isn't it? Good point, mm. good point. Joe, good to speak to you on the other line. We've got George. Where are you calling from, George? I'm from South London. OK, and uh, is it is it raining where you are? If Richie had a lawn yeah, in your neck of the woods? 
Yeah, it's absolutely bucketing it down. Bucking it down. Good um, family-friendly word there. I'd have used <laughs> some different language. Well done, my friend. Good word, both of you. Uh, right, so let's get through the rules of how this works. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Joe, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. George, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Joe. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that and if that player manages it they win the tickets if they don't they lose the tickets to the other player is fiendish let's play who claims wins okay here we go then joe how many uk prime ministers do you think you can name in 30 seconds we're looking for prime ministers from the 1940s onwards i'll say six 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 for Joe. So, George, do you think you can name more than six UK Prime Ministers from 1940 onwards? Or do you want to challenge um, Joe to do his six? I, I, go for seven. You're going to go for seven? seven? Joe, it's back with you. Do you want to challenge George to do his seven, or do you reckon you can do more? <laughs> go on, I'll go for eight. Joe's going to go for eight. Crazy. Back with you, George. Uh, he, he can he can take him then. OK, <laughs> Joe, 30 seconds to do eight UK Prime Ministers from 1940. Go! Theresa May, Tony Blair, David Cameron, Margaret Thatcher, Gordon Brown. Um, oh, dear. Sir Edward Heath, no... Winston Churchill, no, Chamberlain. No. Time's yeah, up. Man. Time's up. This could be close. Very close by indeed. By my calculations. It's seven. Oh, Joe, hard luck. You went for eight, so you've just missed out. So it's a congratulations to George. George. You're going to Thanks the Cornbury Festival. Thank you. That's all right. You're off to see Beach Boys specials. Echo the Bunnyman. My friend Miles. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? What? <laughs> he wants to give a shout out I to his name. My Miles. friend Miles. Or what? He's Who's Miles? What's, what's Miles got to do? He's with? my friend. He just he still he still hasn't quite got over Arsenal, um, not getting Champions League. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I wish we had into now. territory yeah. that Richie doesn't want to get into. <laughs> hello, Miles. Uh, so, yeah, well done. You you are going, and hello to Miles as well. Uh, commiserations uh, to Joe. Don't know who he supports. Uh, we'll have more opportunities to play tomorrow uh, to go to the Cornbury Festival. Call us now if you want to be that person. 0330 123 1215. You've got five minutes to call. What is it with this competition? I don't know. Uh, so call until 554. This competition's full of people you'd normally try and avoid if you're in a pub. Uh, tomorrow morning, Dave Berry can be sending you to see the Eagles. It's all thanks to 10 weeks of tickets. Get involved. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Molly's Chambers, Kings of Leon, a song that is making me feel old today. Oh, really? It's Bush and Ritchie. It's home time, absolute radio. Actually, in fairness, it's not Kings of Leon themselves that are making me feel old. Uh, that song, out in 2003, mm-hmm. uh, the year my daughter Caitlin was born. She's my eldest child, and she finished her last exam today, her last GCSE. Oh, wow. And boy, do I feel old. I bet, I bet taking her to school for the first time or whatever, or just starting school, probably only seems like yesterday, I imagine. It's weird. Like, you know, 2003, I can still remember holding her in hospital with that newborn smell Aww. or, like, sitting watching countless episodes of Balamori with her or uh, the times <laughs> when you couldn't leave a newsagent without some crap magazine with a plastic toy attached to the front cover. Yep. And now she's done with school. And she, It's she just a, blowing my mind. A wise guy, is she kind of, you get with teenagers, they know all that kind of stuff. What's she like? She's a good kid? She's a good kid, but she's very wise. <laughs> very, very in wise. In a good way and a bad way, but I love her for it. But, wow, do I feel old today. Thanks, Kings Leon. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Thank you to the likes of Amelia who have uh, got in touch. Just before the news at six o'clock, I was referring to uh, my daughter who had her last GCSE uh, today and I was uh, uh, just sharing how old that made me feel. In fact, I've got a 16-year-old who's finished and done with school now. <laughs> it's exciting for her, and I am excited, but it's all about me, and I'm feeling old. And Amelia says, I feel the same as you, Richie. Mine left on Friday. Also making me feel old, the fact the best debut album of the noughties turned 15 last week. Hot fuss from the killers. Oh, this is it. It's, it's when you think about, like, music. Like, we were doing this thing at the moment uh, on our little brother station, Absolute Radio 90s, where uh, Britpop's 25 years old. Yeah. I'm just that doesn't help. I don't want to know that. Do you know what I mean? The other thing that's making me feel old is this morning I spent hours to anyone that would listen moaning about how humid it was. Oh yes. And the moment you go on about how oh it's feeling close or it's humid, a bit very 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 muggy today, you sound old. Well, you've already had six or seven mentions about your lawn getting watered as well. <laughs> so it, it's a building. It's a crescendo. It's For me, just to chuck some things in here, things that make me feel like I'm old. First of all, Snapchat. I don't understand it. Why would you send a message to someone that they read and then it disappears? Why would you do very that? Very good question. Why waste your time with that? And secondly, and this has been very pertinent over the past couple of weeks, trying to bend down and pick anything up. Oh, don't. I, I can't mean... make a no- I can't bend and down and pick stuff up without making a noise on the way back up again. Are you aware that around about ten minutes ago you said to uh, myself and producer Adem, you said, I'm just going to sit down for a couple of minutes? Just two little minutes. <laughs> I'll be up again. Occasionally I just need a little sit down. So there you go. Makes you feel old. Let's open this up. What is making you feel old? 8, 12, 15, you can text us or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Join us. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. This is Absolute Radio where real music matters. It's home time on a Tuesday night with Bush and Ritchie. It's not just us feeling old. Thank you very, very much uh, for sharing your thoughts on this this ageing process that is becoming so unforgiving. For me, all that's tipped this point today has just been my, my daughter finishing her GCSEs. It's great for her. It's highly depressing for me. I'm actually eating a fisherman's friend as we're doing this particular piece <laughs> on the radio, so if you want a kind of uh, metaphor for getting old, there it is for you right now. Ian says, sitting outside on the grass with the family at a barbecue, and that moment when you get up to get some food... And it's just not as simple as it was to get up in a few seconds. I always now find that I need to use stuff around me to help get up (laughs) again. I do that all the time at the moment. Perry says, yesterday I oiled the workings of the tin opener in the kitchen drawer. Top level, middle age right there. If you can beat that, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Lloyd says, uh, oh no, that was from earlier on. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is a perfect illustration. All right, do, do, you want a, do you want a text from a, a, a phone <laughs> yeah, earlier on? Why not? Sticking my finger into my wife's mouth mid-yawn. I was banned 18 years ago. I haven't dared try it since. <laughs> Sorry, the... the... The streams have just crossed in home time. You were right uh, in that Snapchat is not for you. It really isn't for me. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time. <laughs> time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tina has got in touch, 47-year-old from Hove, says I went to Thorpe Park yesterday, went on all the rides. Today I feel like I've been in an accident. Do you know what? Fair play to her for actually going, because I just moan about like stuff like Thorpe Park or anything, the amusement park. Like I never get on there. I'll just hold the, the coats and bags for people. At least she had a go. What makes you feel old? Tell us, 8, 12, 15. You can text us. Uh, Susie in Woking says, I hurt my knee recently. Now it starts aching in damp weather. I feel like an old lady. <laughs> Almost like you can use Susie to find out if it's going to rain or not, like a barometer. Adam, 43 in Reading, says, feeling old. I went to the Hot Rod show at Beaulieu at the weekend. Decided to walk to Beaulieu House and Gardens. <laughs> had to catch the monorail back to the start because my hips ache oh. so much. Any any talk of hips, it, it puts you in that ballpark, doesn't it? And then Kevin says, gents, the thing that makes me feel old is Gaza's tears at Italian oh. 90 were 29 years ago this year. I was in Magaluf on my first lad's holiday. Now the thought of two days drinking fills me with dread, let alone two weeks. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Queen on Absolute Radio. It's Hometime with Bush and Richie. Good to have you company on this Tuesday night. Cheers for joining us on that. Uh, Noel Gallagher beforehand with his Black Star Dancing. If you want to catch up on events of the Isle of Wight Festival, you can through the Absolute Radio YouTube channel. You can see uh, Pete and Sarah chatting to Noel, who was on uh, Fine Fettle. Yes, he was. Leave it at that. But uh, it's a good chat. You can see that on the video. Speaking of the Isle of Wight Festival, actually, we spoke about it earlier and Jess Glynn's lifetime ban uh, that she's been handed today for cancelling uh, we asked you what you've been banned from doing it might not necessarily be a venue it might actually be an action that you've been banned from yeah. there's still loads coming through yeah you might not have been banned from the main stage of a major UK music festival but still get involved Rob says I've been banned oh, I've banned myself from custard creams because I can easily eat or drink a whole or oh, sorry dunk a whole packet really destroyed his text then I apologise Rob he <laughs> spent ages doing that do you know what I could dunk a whole packet of custard creams I'm going to come out in support of Rob but you know it's doable but it does it makes you feel terrible if you do an entire package yourself I don't want to take it. us off on a, a different tangent but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's chocolate hobnobs for me Rob do you know, I was going to say hobnobs as well, but not chocolate, just straight up original. I got out there, as dry as a kangaroo's jockstrap. Wonder where you're going to go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no solids in the upstairs toilet, says Stoney in Brentford. Oh, Stoney. Martin <laughs> says, I've been banned from talk about Love Island in the office. I work with 13 women, most in their 50s, so it's been pure smut chats. Uh, Kerry has been banned from attempting Irish jigs. Uh, she did one at her own wedding and uh, ruptured an Achilles tendon. Oh, my gosh, that's 250 quid from you being framed. And Sarah says, <laughs> I'm banned from having Sambuca. The last time I had it, my, my husband rang me at half seven in the morning to find out where I was as I needed to get to work. Apparently I had lots of shots, threw up all over the loos and had to be carried out to a taxi and ended up at my friend's house who wasn't even out that night. Vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Home Time Show with Bush and Ritchie. It's absolutely ready on a Tuesday night. Isn't your half going to watch this lot tonight? Yes. It's Fleetwood Mac tonight. It is, yeah. A recap to this time yesterday, and in fact, actually, 
a reminder that this time on Thursday we'll all be getting very, very excited uh, about the draw for the Carabao Cup first round. It's taking place at the Collindale Morrisons. What a venue. heard on yesterday's show. What a venue. And a lot of you got in touch with us uh, putting forward um, your local areas and some uh, local celebrities to uh, do forthcoming draws for the Carabao Cup Yeah. after it was announced that it was going to be John Barnes and Ray Parler yeah. hosting this one in a Morrison's uh, on uh, Thursday evening. We thought a little bit more about it. We thought a little bit more about it. And Bush and I have drafted a letter to Carabao themselves. We've penned what is called in the business an open letter. So if you look on Twitter at the moment, you can see the full thing. Actually, most of the comments we've been getting back from people is about the font, because it looks like <laughs> teletext. But have a little look on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. Is it on Facebook as well, or is it just Twitter? Just on Twitter. And it goes as follows. Dear, who's going first? Oh, I'll tell you what, you go first, and I'll, I'll pick up. Let's, let's, let's share the goodness of this letter out. OK, dear Carabao, we were very excited here on Absolute Radio's hometime show by the news that the draws for this year's Carabao Cup are to be taken on the road around the UK. Our listeners all agreed with us that the choice of the Collendale Morrisons was inspired for the first round draw this week. Uh, whilst we recognise that the dates and venues for the other draws may well have been organised, we believe that we have a really exciting proposal for you. We would love to host the second round draw for the Carabao Cup live here on Absolute Radio. Our hometime show has access to over a million ears. <clears throat> All... <laughs> you okay? Yeah, just, okay. just coughing. Sorry. All eagerly awaiting to hear their team's ball being drawn out. And as two seasoned radio presenters. <clears throat> It's back again. It's cough, cough again, sorry about that. Uh, ready to call the teams. We feel it could be a great way to continue the drama of the League Cup. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you and working together on the Carabao Cup draw sometime soon. Best wishes, Bush and Richie. It's a great letter. It's a good letter, isn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm working for Carabao looking at that thing, and I've got to get these guys involved. They're passionate about it. Do you know what I mean? Passionate about the project. We put it out there at 6 34. Have they got back yet? As of yet, there's been no response. I'm sure the office might be empty at this time. We'll probably shut at 5.30. Watch this space, fingers crossed. Let's make this happen together. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Sorry, I just called myself Butch and then called you Richie. I meant to call you Ricky, which means I'm just Butch. Well, you are. Oh, where's, I need some Carabao. I need some energy drink. <laughs> I, know, I, know we wanna, I know we want to host uh, one of their draws for the League Cup, but that's just gratuitous. We, I, I'm willing to wear... You know um, Formula <laughs> One drivers have like, an, a, like a boiler suit with loads of uh, adverts? Stuff yes. We, I'm more than willing to do that if it in any way opens the door for us to do the second round draw of the Carabao Cup. I've got a feeling their motif is a big goat. Is it a goat? It's either, it's either a goat or like some kind of mountain yak. Kind of horned thing. Yeah. Maybe that is what I can... I think that actually is a carabao, isn't it? I'm not... That's an animal. I think it's a Canadian animal is called it, a carabao. Is it too late in the day to be Googling just at the end of the show? <laughs> Hold on a minute. We've got 29 seconds before we make Danielle late. Let's... Um, I'm sure she'd, she'd be more than happy to be slightly delayed for this because it is very important. It's a carabao. It's a water animal. buffalo. There you are, that's right. A domestic swamp type <laughs> water buffalo. You said a massive goat. That's not going to help us for the people in Carabao Towers, is it? <laughs> but look, listen, thanks for retweeting our little letter. We've done an open letter to try and get in there and be the guys that do the second round draw, so cheers. I feel like this show's just belly flopped into a swimming pool to end. Well, I'm probably going to leave now and go and get hit in the face <laughs> by a pigeon again. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Well, that's it. I feel we have to be quite brief here because we spent the, the first part of the podcast intro just arguing about trains, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what time to leave the house and all that kind of thing. Um, the man's not for changing. I can see that. No, much. no, I'm not going to change. I'll probably walk now and don't even know what train I'm getting on to get home. <laughs> see you all soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast. 